rot your teeth with a candy bar and support the youth all at the same time. <laughs> all right. I remind you that uh, I remind you that this Friday and Saturday uh, I need your help. We have our food ministry outreach on Friday at 11:30 or so. We gather and put things aright in the in the barn and. Uh, then box up the stuff as soon as the truck gets there. And no, we never know what we're going to have, but we know we'll have eight pallets of food. So. And then Saturday, Saturday is our distribution ministry. And if you get there 8.30 or before, uh, it's a help to us. And we deliver it right to the to the car and pray over all the people there that would like prayer. It is always interesting though when things are going well for someone, they think they don't need prayer. No, everything's going fine. I don't need prayer. I mean, real, we need prayer every day. Amen. I know, I tend to be an optimist, but I also have some pessimistic tendencies. And yet, Anybody have some pessimistic <laughs> tendencies? It's going all right now, but then there's tomorrow. You know, <laughs> you know never know what's around the corner. Yeah, <clears throat> like the mild weather. You never know what you're going to get in the next 15, 20 minutes. Well, let me get uh, this onto the right channel. <laughs> I have to take off my glasses to see it's just a, an affliction that I have. None of you have that affliction. And here we go. Praise the Lord. Amen. Did anybody tell you Jesus is still on the throne? Amen? Amen. Amen. Let's have a word of prayer and get started in our Bible study today. Lord God, we thank you for the journey that you've led us on through the books of the Bible and seeing principles of prayer and how to pray and what to pray for and how not to pray. And we ask, Father, that you would guide us once again in the smallest book of the Old Testament, of principles of prayer. We ask it in Jesus' name. Amen. <clears throat> We're in Obadiah. 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 It's only one chapter. It's chapter only. Chapter. If you look at Amos and I, I resisted the temptation last week when we were in Amos because one of my favorite programs growing up and verse 1 through 4 and then 17 and 18 the vision of Obadiah thus says the Lord God concerning Edom we have heard a report from the Lord and a messenger has been sent among the nations saying Arise and let us rise up against her for battle. Behold, I will make you small among the nations. You shall be greatly despised. The pride of your heart has deceived you. You who dwell in the clefts of the rocks, whose habitation is high. In contrast, there shall be deliverance and there shall be holiness. The house of Jacob shall possess their possessions. The house of Jacob shall be a fire, and the house of Joseph a flame, and the house of Esau shall be stubble. They shall kindle them and devour them, and no survivor shall remain in the house of Esau, for the Lord has spoken. Woo. Before we look at the prayer principles 
today in Obadiah. Let's look at his prophecy. Who was Obadiah? What do we know about him? Not much. Absolutely nothing. <laughs> not. Is he considered a minor or major? Malachi. I mean, Malachi, <laughs> the Italian prophet. The, uh, it's all about distinctions of major and minor. It's the length of the prophecy. So there's nothing degrading. They're not putting uh, the prophets up or down. Uh, it's just talking about the size of the book. And uh, his name means servant of Jehovah, servant of Yahweh, or servant of the Lord. And uh, there's 12 men in the Old Testament who had this name. But, but just one of them was the prophet. The other 11 served in other capacities. Uh, some were servants in the household of, uh, one was a servant in the household of what Old Testament king? Anybody remember? What did start like? A. Ahab. 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 No. Obadiah was one of his chamber servants who went out seeking for the prophet Elijah. Twelve mentionings of men by that name but only one was the prophet. It's not like he was this and that. No, they're dis distinct timelines. And he was a prophet in Judah, in the southern kingdom. But this prophetic book is unique in the fact that it was not to Israel or to Judah. The prophecy was a prophecy against the nation of Edom or the Edomites. So can you think of any other book that's in the Old Testament that was not really written for the, the Jew? Well, Jonah was... It was not written to the Ninevites. It was written about the Ninevites. So you really pretty much have... Uh, last week in Amos, you saw that part of the prophecy was for three transgressions and for four. He talked about Syria and other places. But Judah and Israel were both included in that. So... Uh, Obadiah's vision or prophecy is unique in the Bible, in the whole Bible. It's unique. And uh, we want to look at that today. And it'll come up as a part of our, our prayer guide. Now the Edomites, anybody know anything about the Edomites before you look at the screen? Of Esau, exactly right. Where, I, where does he come up with these things? You know, how does he figure these things out? Uh, it's located south of the Dead Sea, over in what today would be called Palestinian areas. And uh, the Gaza Strip, and down in that realm. Descendants of Esau. Now, who was Esau's daddy? Do things you ought not do with your kids. Mm -hmm. You're my family. I'll buy you a 
his suit of clothes, but the rest of them, not one thing. <laughs> and wonder why the, the Jacob's, uh, Joseph's brothers hated him. Yeah. Well, you know. And he kind of threw it in their face. Yeah, he put it in their face. Well, the Bible is full of dysfunctional families. <laughs> How many of you can relate? I'm going to tell you some stories today about some of our dysfunction in my heritage. <laughs> Boy, we were dysfunctional. Just crazy as a loon. But the, uh, the setting for the prophecy or vision of Obadiah is Judah is going to come under judgment, but the prophecy speaks about the fact that, yeah, Judah's coming under judgment, it's going to be attacked and conquered, but you better not be cheering for it. And the Edomites were. They were thrilled. They have a long, long history of hating their cousins. They're blood relatives. And they, oh my goodness. Now, I need some people to look up some some verses here. There was always family strife in, in Isaac's family. Mom liked this one. Dad liked that one. And they were fussing and fighting and, and all kinds of stuff. Sneaking. You say, well, why is that in the Bible? Well, it's just a proof that the Bible's true. It doesn't, it gives you the truth, warts and all. You know, all the stuff going on. It doesn't candy coat it. Well, they were just wonderful people. No, they weren't. They were, they were some really jerky parents back then. And uh, strife, and, and they were egging each other on, and deception, and lies, and... Long-standing animosity. Can I get somebody to read Numbers chapter 20, verses 14 through 18? I got it. You got it? Okay. And as he's turning there, this we have several different portions of Scripture that speak about it, but it was an ongoing fight. Well, I thought... I thought uh, Jacob and Esau buried the hatchet. Well, Esau wanted to. Mm -hmm. he, he wanted to bury it in his brother. Uh, but there was a peace treaty for a while, but they never, they never really got along. And uh, even after uh, Jacob changed his ways and became a follower of the Lord, they still really didn't really get along. Numbers 20, 14 to 18. Have I, have I stalled long enough? You got it. Okay. I got it. I got it. Okay. And Moses sent messengers from Kadesh unto the king of Edom. Thus saith thy brother Israel, thou knowest all travail that hath befall us. How is it that our fathers were down in Egypt and we and it dwelt in Egypt for a long time. And Egypt and Egypt Egyptians, yeah, there we go. Vixed us and our fathers. Uh, okay. And when we cried over the Lord, he heard our voice and sent an angel and brought us forth out of Egypt. And behold, we are in Kadesh, a city by the king's highway. We will not turn to the right hand nor the left until we have passed by the borders. And Edom said unto him, Thou shalt not pass by me, lest I come out against thee with the sword. <laughs> and they're coming up to the, the area of the Edomites. And so he, he goes and he sent messengers to the king of Edom. I mean, they're cousins. You heard of kissing cousins? Mm -hmm. Straight shot through 
your land. We won't even drink from your wells. Uh, we won't pick fruit off the vines. We won't do anything. We're just, we just like a straight shot. Straight up the king and, and the
when you find out about it or it comes to light, <coughs> you just kind of shake your head. I'm trying to live a Christian life. Well, just as in the case of, of Jacob and Esau, Jacob had met God at Bethel. Stairway to heaven, you know, angels descending, changed his name. But that didn't stop the fight. They didn't have a bloodbath right at that occasion, but Esau never liked his brother. And his heritage picked up on the hostility. And uh, so we want to look at family strife. It's a reality. Yeah. Now it may have been swept under the, the carpet a little bit, but it's a reality. And I was, as I was thinking about this, I was remembering some really weird stuff <laughs> in my family. Uh -oh. uh, here you go. I'm just going to uh, tell you the story of Elwood and Maddie. <laughs> so that you don't have to tell your story okay you say well I, I was just as bad as that well Elwood was my dad Elwood Austin King and right next door was Jess and Maddie King my grandma and grandpa and uh, Maddie had a mean streak in her. <laughs> Tales were told of family gatherings uh, when she chased one of her cousins around the table with a butcher knife because <laughs> he said something bad about her cooking. <laughs> my, my. The, uh, they said that she had... Uh, Native American blood in her, and, and, and the phrase in our family was Maddie's, Grandma Maddie's on the warpath. <laughs> <laughs> it got to the place where, for the last three years of my father's life, he was dying of cancer. His mother, who lived 50, not even 50 yards, 20 yards away, did not speak or talk to her son who was dying because she was mad about something. So we kids growing up in this wholesome atmosphere, I was required every, every day when I got home from school before I went on my paper route because Grandma Maddie was blind. And I had to go over and read the obituaries because that brightened her day. <laughs> but this is a sick family, is it not? You got a, a, a ten-year-old boy reading obituaries, and Grandma says, "I knew somebody named Smith." You know, and, and you know, and uh, she would pump little Kenny for information about what was going on in my house. Don't tell your father. Okay. And then dad would bring us in on occasion and offer threats. If you so much as share one word of what's going on over here, over there, your grandmother, you're going to get it. <coughs> Thoroughly wholesome way to grow up. For three, over three years, my dad is dying, and his mother will not even venture over or call him on the phone or talk to him because of something that happened years before that she thought happened. She didn't see it. She's blind. And she assumed that certain things were true, and they weren't. That's awful. But she showed up for the funeral and wailed and screamed <laughs> and hooted and hollered of her great love for Elwood. <clears throat> Top that. <laughs> 
tell you one more. This, this wasn't from my side of the family. This was from Linda's side of the family. Her brother-in-law passed away. And he, he was a great guy. He really was. He'd been married before, previously. And so we're at the funeral home up in Westerville. And the funeral director comes up to me and said, Ken, uh, can you help me out? I said, sure, what, what do you need? You know, somebody needs a servant priest? Oh no, nothing as cool as that. He said, uh, we've noticed that some of the deceased's family by the previous wife are stealing photos that you have set out all over the, the place. <laughs> he says, we've been watching them and we didn't know exactly what to do. He says, because they're coming up and they're taking a photo and then walking outside and putting it in their cars. <laughs> okay. You know what they were doing? They were, they were going to make a family photo and have all their pictures in it because they couldn't stand each other. They fought all the time. And they couldn't stand each other, but they wanted the family photo with all of his kids from the first marriage and superimpose his ex-wife's photo in it. And so they were getting all of these photos to steal so they could make a composite picture of a happy family that couldn't stand each other.
Let me guarantee you one thing about family strife. If you go in in your own strength, wisdom, and anger, you're going to have an explosion of epic proportion. And it's our men. Come in. Oh, God. You sworn to kill him. It's not wrong for us to pray for peace at, at those crisis times. If you, How many of you have one coming up? A, a family gathering that uh, things, unusual things might happen. calls probably like years. 
Anybody? And guess what? They may go on for years. And it's important for us to just begin to practice these nine points in a variety of ways as we're praying for these situations. Now I've done all the talking. Now let me hear from you a little bit about family strife and some of the issues and, and so okay. Anybody? There's the, the very famous feud, West Virginia, Kentucky, Hatfields and Buckles. The people that are having odds with each other are they Christian or claim to be Christians. Right. When, when people claim to be Christian but refuse to act like it, they allow their their carnal nature to overtake any spiritual nature, and it's uh, it's hard to watch. And it's it's one of those things where the world is watching as well. Oh, oh, so that's the way you handle it. Nothing ever When it comes to mind. You need to take it back to the Lord so it doesn't fester on the inside. So it doesn't eat at you. Right. But it's just, you know, how many years ago was that? Your mother's oh. been gone for how many years? Well, she died in 2005, so okay. it was probably at least in 2000 or before. And yet it's right there. Mm -hmm. And we'll come back and... Yeah. Family wills probably the worst thing. Why the worst? Those are bad. Those are bad. Yeah. I had one relative, uh, one relative, and uh, her kids wanted all the things that she had in her house. And while she was in the hospital, <coughs> they went around and tagged everything of which they wanted. Oh, I, I've seen some stuff, yeah. Three girls, uh, all type A personalities. And as the kids grew up, I think as they grew up and years passed, my sister always hosted the Thanksgivings. And after, after my Oldest niece got saved. My sister and husband rededicated their lives because of it. My wife Mary, we were sitting there having dinner, and these kids were starting to explode. And Mary exploded. And she just yelled at them and said, She yelled at them to stop it. This is not a place for an argument. This is a family gathering. And she just put these kids down. And it got very quiet in the living room. And the, the oldest one ended up going into the, one of the bedrooms to sulk. <laughs> Later on, she came out and a punch him. And uh, nine perverts. Okay. Anybody else? So-and-so will blow up, or 
if I don't do this, they won't let me have my grandkids or, you know, oh my God. We want to pray for those in just a moment. There's a second prayer emphasis here. As I mentioned, this, this prophecy, this vision was telling Edom, you're going to get yours, basically. But it also says something else is going to happen. That even though you hate them, God's going to keep his covenant with Israel. Amen. That we need to, sometime in our prayer life, to pray and praise God for the ultimate victory that will exist. It's tough day by day sometimes, isn't it? Facing challenge after challenge, issue after issue. You watch the news, you probably ought not. You watch the news, the, the, one, this happens, that happens, and you just, it seems like evil is triumphing, that the devil is winning, that the whole world is headed towards hell, but God will keep his promise. But on verse 17, but on Mount Zion, that's after all the, the previous 16 verses, have told Edom, you're going down for the way you've treated your cousins, for that way you've dealt with family. You're going down. But you know what? You're going to stay around long enough just long enough for you to witness Israel's going to survive. You've done everything you could to put them down. You and your forefathers. But we're going to make you stand around and watch. Because Zion is going to stand. Mount Zion, there shall be deliverance. There shall be holiness. They're going to possess the land. And he's going to make you watch it. There's a time in our praying and our praising to praise God. Because praise is one aspect of prayer. Mm -hmm. Jesus taught us that. There's an ultimate victory. The enemies of Christ will be defeated. Can you shout amen? amen. The trumpet will sound. Hallelujah. The dead in Christ will rise first. We who are alive and remain will be caught up to medium. We will have a new body. Hallelujah. We will have eternal life. We will be around the throne. Israel will be restored. There shall be redemption available. Whosoever will may call upon the name of the Lord to be. Satan will be cast down. Satan will be stomped on and defeated. There will be a lake of fire with Satan and the Antichrist and the false prophet in it. And we're not going to be there. We're going to be on the Lord's side. There is, hallelujah, Father God, thank you for the promises that are for Zion and for your church. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Israel will survive. The enemy will lose. The trumpet will sound. We will rise. Amen? Satan will be defeated. I was talking with one sister this morning. This old body, how many of you got an ache or pain you didn't have yesterday, but you got it today? <laughs> I want to not just pray for the healing, but also praise God. He knows we need a, we need a new outfit, a new body. Yes. And mine's on order. Amen. So is yours. It's on order. Guess what? I mean, just out of the dust of the ground, the Lord formed us. But you know what? He's going to give us a new body that doesn't ache or hurt or creak or wobble. It doesn't get dizzy and it doesn't get tired. And it doesn't ache when you walk with it. We're going to be able to walk all over heaven 
just a couple scriptures. 1 Corinthians 15 and verse 15. Now this I say, brethren, that flesh and blood cannot inherit the kingdom of God. This body can't handle heaven. We're barely handling earth. Amen? Amen. Can I get a witness? How many of you need to start a couple times to get out of that chair? All these young kids back there saying, Ah, you got a bunch of old folks. Yeah. You will be someday too. But we need a we need a Holy Ghost body. Nor does corruption inherit incorruption. Behold, I tell you a mystery. We shall not all sleep in death, but we shall all be changed. Hallelujah. In a moment, in the twinkling of an eye, at the last trumpet, for the trumpet will sound, the dead will be raised incorruptible and we shall be changed for this corruptible must put on incorruption this mortal must put on immortality so when this corruptible is put on incorruption this mortal is put on immortality then shall be brought to pass the same that is written death is swallowed up in victory oh death where is your sting oh grave where is your victory the sting of death is sin and the strength of sin is the law. But thanks be to God who gives us the victory yes. through our Lord Jesus Christ. Amen. Therefore, my beloved brethren, be steadfast, immovable, always abounding in the work of the Lord, knowing that your labor is not in vain Amen. in the Lord. Amen. Skip on to 1 John 5. For whatever is born of God Survey, how many of you have been born again? You've been yes. born of God. This is for you. For whatever is born of God overcomes the world. And this is the victory that has overcome the world, our faith. Who is he who overcomes this world but he who believes that Jesus is the Son of God? The second prayer principle that we find here in Obadiah, not only is Edom judged here. But the Lord's going to make people watch that He's going to fulfill His promise to Israel and to His church and to His people. Amen. Those very ones that are dancing in the streets over our problems are going to be forced to watch when the Lord raises in His presence. Hallelujah. Praise God. We're going to stop there today. Just that. The children from... Oh, I mean, it's just a, an ongoing soap opera of one trying to just get at the ex and, and go through the children and try to twist them. And in our own families, but those around us in the body of Christ that are affected adversely by this. Prayer request today. Remember? Yes. My daughter was in the hospital. Uh, she was uh, admitted yesterday, but she keeps going into these uh, historicites that are being forced to watch their bulbs explode in the air. And now Israel said, okay, let's give some back to you. They don't have that system with them. Oh, over there, Palestinians. For Sally's eyes in this procedure. Unsaved loved one. We thank you, Lord, for helping us to deal with you too, Lord God. Oh, Father God, I just praise you this morning. Thank you for my family. Thank you, Lord God, that uh, in our family that you are Lord. And because of that, we have peace, Lord. Ongoing peace. Lord, I praise you this morning. I simply praise you. I worship you, Almighty God. My Lord, my Savior, my soon coming King. Thank you for your goodness and kindness and mercy.
Thank you for the word today for unsaved loved ones. Such a such a wide range of situations. And yet you're not willing that any should perish. You want all to be saved. So Father, help us to share with those, to pray for those, to pray for a, a direction and guidance of your Holy Spirit in sharing the gospel with others. in all of these situations. You know what she would do, you guys? My other grandma I just loved. She would crochet. Bert would come to our house and she'd steal these doorways and she'd kind of love it. I don't understand. We, we had situations where we had church 